Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. If you are a regular of this podcast, you uh, recognize that I haven't put out an episode in a few days. And just before that, I was tooting my own horn saying how I had given you guys an episode every day last week. Well, that quick that came to an abrupt quick end. But maybe you'll think that I've got a good reason for that. We'll see. I'm going to dive into today's episode. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a race recap. I did race my bike this past weekend. Kind of, sort of. A lot of stuff went on. For this episode, I am going to have to start with the previous weekend. So not this weekend, but the previous weekend. Um, I did a race out in Hamilton. I did a race recap of that one, and it's up if you want to scroll down and go check that one out and give it a listen. I can't remember whether I mentioned this in that episode or not, but as I was warming up for that race, and I stood up on the pedals to give myself a little 10-second, 15-second kind of sprint to open the legs up, I started hearing like this creaking kind of noise. And, and it kind of freaked me out uh, to the point where I rolled up to Reggie, the guy that I had driven with and who, by the way, is now my teammate. I'll get into that in this uh, recap. And um, yeah, like I said, dude, listen to this because he and I have the same exact bike, same exact frame. I said, listen to this noise. I don't know what is going on, but the, the bike is rolling fat, you know, fine. Uh, I've stood up on the pedals a couple more times. I don't know. It's really loud. Feels like the bike may fall apart, but, but I don't know. I mean, I think I might be, I think I might be okay. So I did, I raced my bike at Hamilton. You guys heard the race recap. I ended up finishing fourth. You know, I had a pretty good day. Um, let's fast forward to me on Thursday of this previous week, preparing my bike for the race this past weekend. I always, you know, take everything apart. I apply some, I've got some light, uh, grease that I use for my races. So I just apply a fresh coat of that, take the old one off cause it's really thin. So it's got a short shelf life on it. And I just make sure everything's running smooth. I just work on my bike. It's kind of one of those things I like to do before the race. And folks, when I kind of took apart my back wheel, cause I wanted to know where the noise came from, by the way, let's, let's back up. Like the noise didn't go away but my bike seemed to be working okay. But still in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, that noise is not normal. There's something going on here. Well, when I took apart my rear wheel, took my cassette off, you know, took the disc off on the other side and I began to just, I wanted to pull everything apart. I wanted to inspect all the bearings and just grease it all up, put it all back together. When I took off my free hub body, um, a bunch of ball bearings began falling on the ground in my garage. That's not good. I was like, okay, I've obviously found the noise. The bearings on the outside of that free hub body had just imploded and I didn't have bearings on that side. What I heard was the creaking of the fact that there were no bearings there and the ball bearings kind of, you know, spinning around inside my free hub. Um, kind of glad I didn't know that until I knew that and I was safe with two feet on the ground because 
well, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a good idea to be riding a bike around like that. But I now knew what the problem was. Yay. And since I keep a bunch, I, I always try to keep the spare parts that I need. I'm like, okay, what if this goes wrong? Can I fix it? What if this goes wrong? Can I fix it? Sure enough, I've got all the bearings I need. I've got that bearing to be able to put that bearing, you know, new, a new bearing in that free hub body, press it in and we're good to go. Problem is, um, yeah, I, I couldn't figure out why the bearing wouldn't go in. Long story short, run over to my buddy who's got a bike shop and he says, yeah, I've seen this before. Uh, I've got an industry nine hub more on that in a second. And, uh, he says, yeah, I have seen this issue before he went ahead and kind of punched out the, the bearing race was still kind of stuck in there. So he went ahead and punched that out. He goes, man, you're good to go. I said, great. Took my free hub, came home, put the new bearing in there, pressed it. Free hub body is resuscitated, put the wheel back together. The bike works. I am good to go. Oh, on my way back from the bike shop, um, I got a flat tire in my car. So I had to stop at discount tire, get two new rear tires. Cause while I'm at it, they were worn out. Um, and so it was just all right, but I'm getting, but I'm getting through things. I'm getting through things. Uh, that was Thursday, Friday, um, do my openers inside in the garage while I'm waiting for a locksmith because I had to get some keys programmed, uh, for my Mazda because I had made a repair on it and I needed the keys program cause I changed out a computer. Now, why am I telling you all of this? Because the lead up to this race this past weekend carried some adversity with it. It, it carried some obstacles and circumstances that I would c- not consider normal, right? Like the blowing up of a bearing. I had never had that happen I've got to figure that out and get that taken care of. Driving home, get a flat tire, got to get that taken care of. Um, you know, waiting for this locksmith before I can get on the road uh, to go down to the race, got to get that taken care of. But we make it through all that. Openers went well, legs feel good. All right, we're out of here. And uh, we head down to Hamilton, Reggie and I. So we get down there and then... Uh, Hang out, do the normal things, pick up our numbers, have dinner, all that good stuff. And then it's Saturday morning and we're in the parking lot, kitted up, good to go, amp lotion, PR lotion on my legs. All right, it's race day, ready to go, and it's time for me to go warm up. Well, I start pedaling, and then when I stopped pedaling, freewheeling, my chain came off. And I'm on a one by, by the way. So for those of you that know, chain comes off on a one by. That's a really bad thing. If you drop your chain, but you've got two chain rings, it'll go into the small chain ring and you're kind of safe. You can keep pedaling. You drop your chain on a one by, you've got no other chain ring. You're, you're done. The, the, the bike is not moving anymore. Uh, or you can't pedal to keep the bike moving. Very bad thing. So the, the chain drops and I'm thinking to myself, that, that's odd that that would happen. That's not normal. So I put the chain back on and I'm riding and then I freewheel again and I drop the chain again. So what I realized was when I'm freewheeling, not pedaling, my bike is doing this thing called chain suck where there's not enough tension on the drivetrain and it creates a loose chain and then it falls, it drops. So now I've got a decision to make because this is 
pretty pretty unsafe by the way um because if you're if you drop your chain and you're in the peloton i mean we had 90 starters for this race so i'm not only thinking about myself i'm thinking about other people and how this could impact them and i'm thinking i mean do i race do i do i not race i mean what you know what do i do i don't have enough i didn't have enough time to uh, you know, figure this issue out. Now, backpedaling on this, if I would have been able to ride my bike outside on Friday, you know, to do my openers the day before, I think I would have picked up that this was an issue, but I rode my bike on the trainer, remember, because I was waiting for the locksmith. So I didn't, you know, I, it, it ended up being an issue with the rear wheel and on my trainer, I don't use my rear wheel. So there's that. So anyhow, let's jump into the race because I did line up. Okay. Uh, it was a split stage on Saturday. It was 65 miles in the morning and then an eight mile time trial in the afternoon. So we're at the morning time. Good, good, solid field. Uh, this race was supposed to happen. Um, I can't remember when, but it was like the huge Texas ice storm that like froze everything. And it was like, you know, apocalyptic ice storm. It was supposed to happen that weekend and it didn't. Um, and if you remember that storm, there was no racing going on pretty much anywhere else in the country. And so the, 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 the start list that we had, there were people from all over the United States coming to this thing from New York, from California, from Oklahoma, from Washington state, um, you know, all over, right. Bunch of Texas people, obviously. Um, and so when it got rescheduled for this date, I had my, you know, doubts about whether, you know, the, the field would be as big and as strong as, um, you know, as it had, as it had been previously. Well, it was, it was awesome. We had like 90 people, uh, registered and it was great. Uh, it was a nice big field, um, you know, good quality race. Um, the, the Lux junior, you know, development team, they were there, uh, and, and there'll be more on that in a second here. And so good, strong field. We roll out for this 65 mile road race. Now my, you know, I told my teammates, I said, guys, please don't count on me for much of anything. Because to me, the safest thing that I could do was I had to tail gun. Um, the reason why I had to tail gun was because remember, I can't, I can't stop pedaling. I can't freewheel. So if we're going down a really steep hill, I can't freewheel. I've got to keep pedaling. Um, if you know, there's the, you know, you, you go really fast on a downhill and then there's the uphill and sometimes you don't pedal for, you know, a little bit. Like I couldn't do any of that. I was actually really envious of everybody around me because I can hear free hubs, you know, and I couldn't do that. So I had to do a combination of actually putting it into a harder gear on those sections so that I could keep pedaling and applying, you know, tension to the chain. Uh, and I was on my brakes quite a bit. I have disc brakes, so not that big a deal, but I was on my brakes quite a bit to kind of slow myself down because again, I needed to keep pedaling the entire time. So I'm at the back and I'm tail gunning. Um, there were a couple of moments, you know, where I did move up to the front and I did kind of try to get involved in the, in the racing and the action and stuff like that. But folks, it was, um, it, it was, it was nerve wracking because like my first priority was to not stop pedaling because I dropped my chain and then, Oh, by the way, you're in a race with 90 people. So who's attacking, who's trying to string out the field? Like what guys, which one of your competitors are trying to do something to be honest with you, I wasn't thinking a whole lot about tactics. I was thinking more about Mario. Please don't stop pedaling because you're going to drop your chain. Um, and then I had one mental lapse where I wasn't thinking that. And I dropped my chain. And so the chain went. 
uh, and that was it. Um, the, the, the Peloton was gone. Um, I had about 30 miles left, maybe something like that. So I was kind of resigned to maybe ride it by myself because I wanted to do the time trial. My time trial bike works and I wanted to do the time trial and then see if overnight on Saturday night, I could figure out what was wrong with the bike and then have it working for Sunday. But uh, this stage race, so it was a time-based stage race, so your traditional you know, stage race, uh, but um, for some reason, you didn't have to finish the previous stage to go on to the next stage, which is odd. I had never done a traditional stage race that had those rules, but I, I literally double-checked with the official, and he said, no, nah, you're good. So I rode my bike back to the back to the parking lot where the cars were. And, uh, I just, I ended up with, you know, 51 miles on the day. Um, and, but I was able to, I'm still in the game. I mean, I'm still able to do the time trial that afternoon. Um, the problem with that was that, I mean, again, um, not really focused on the time trial like I need to be because we go back to the hotel and I'm trying to figure out what, what's wrong with the bike. Like what's wrong with your road bike? What's the issue? Uh, so we get back and, you know, I have a little something to eat. Um, you know, wasn't able to take a nap. Uh, just just consumed with like, I've got my tools out, you know. I smell like a bunch of grease. Like all my, all my rear wheel, like all the parts are laid out. You know, I'm lubricating stuff. I'm putting it back together. I'm just, and anyhow, um, you know, at one point Reggie said, hey, just don't worry about that. We'll try to figure that out this evening when we get back. You got to focus on this time trial. I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, you know, I kind of dropped that and rested for a little bit. Um, not really, but, you know, attempted to. Uh, then we get out to the, then we get out to the TT. And, uh, you know, at this point, folks, like, to be honest with you, mentally, here's where I was. Um, at this point, I, I kind of didn't really want to think a lot, put it that way. I was like, you know what? This time trial, uh, I'm just going to grip it and rip it, you know? And that's exactly what I did. I didn't look at any data. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I had the course map out, so I knew the distance that I had gone and how much I had left. But in terms of power, heart rate, like any of that, I just, I, it was going to be too much for me to think about. So I just went on rate of perceived exertion and I actually cranked out a, a really good time trial, uh, for all that I had been through, uh, you know, the last few days. Uh, and so I was satisfied with the time trial. It was a, it was a tough time trial. Um, you know, and I was, I was satisfied with it, a uh, good, solid effort, and I was like, okay, great. So, but, but then again, like I, I finish and, and then it's like, okay, all eyes on, you still have a bike that, that doesn't work. Um, you still have a bike that's not rideable. You know, you've got an 80 mile road race tomorrow morning that you'd like to participate in. But as of right now, you can't. So we go back to the hotel and I get back to work, right? So I'm sitting down and I've got the grease out and I've got all the tools out and I essentially do the same exact stuff that I had been doing previously, just inspecting all the bearings in the wheel, looking at everything, lubricating everything, putting everything back, um, you know, and, and I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm left scratching my head. And so at that point, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tapping out. Folks, uh, at that point, I am admitting defeat and thinking to myself, you know, I said, Reggie, I'm out, man. Like, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm not racing my bike tomorrow. Um, I can't figure this issue out. And at this point, 
it would just be beneficial to just go ahead and make a decision and just know where I stand. Um, and so I, you know, I said, I'll, you know, sent out a message to the team. Hey guys, I'll be in the feed zone tomorrow, which actually was a good thing because they, they did need feeds. It got kind of warm out there. Um, and we wouldn't have had a feeder. And so at that point, folks, here, here's what I did. Um, and I am being a little bit long-winded in this podcast, but I hope it's, I hope you find something beneficial out of it. Um, at that point I put on my hat of you're, you're a teammate and you've got experience and you've got wisdom and insight that you can give to these guys, help these guys out, even though you're not going to be riding your bike in the race. And that's exactly what I did. I went to, I went to town on, you know, trying to, you know, that next day, trying to help Reggie prepare as best possible. You know, uh, is there anything you need done? Is there anything I can do for you? How can I help you out? Uh, we had a, we had a couple guys, uh, the three fours, uh, one of the guys was winning the, the bike race. And so, um, you know, like, you know, talk to them beforehand, Hey guys, here's some strategy. You know, this is what you guys could be able to do. So I just, you know, um, on a personal level, you know, coaching with the Williams racing Academy, I used the opportunity to actually be able to talk to some people cause I'm not getting ready for a race and I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So I had some conversations with some of my athletes and I got to meet, you know, one of the athletes I had never met her before, uh, you know, that I coach. And so just opportunities that would have, wouldn't not have normally been there. Uh, then I drive out to the feed zone and I'm able to kind of hang out with, uh, one of the parents of one of the, one of the kids that, uh, that we coach in the, at the Academy and, um, just really kind of grabbed those opportunities with two hands and, you know, um, it, it was great. It, it was, it was a great experience, um, handing up bottles and just doing little things for the guys, uh, that I could to make, to make their, you know, um, you know, preparation and race, uh, experience as, as seamless as possible. Uh, and it was, it, it was great. It was great. So, um, I didn't race on Sunday and, you know, it was a little bit of a bummer for me, but I did get to see, uh, I did get to see the race finishes and, and our guys did really, really well. By the way, Reggie, I, I said, I would come back to this. Reggie is my teammate now, which is like, awesome. Uh, you know what, he's become one of my best friends and guy that lives here locally and I coach him and this opportunity opened up for him to, to race with us on elevate. And so we've got a nice little kind of hit squad going right now. We've got a, we've got a really solid little team that we're putting together. Uh, so I'm excited to, I mean, this would have been our first, you know, weekend to be able to come together, uh, and all race together. But unfortunately I wasn't able to, but you know, he did really, really well racing with, uh, with Kyle and Mark and that went really well. So just really excited about that moving forward. But, um, that's, that's the race recap and, uh, that that's the way that it goes, you know? And, uh, yeah. It, 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 you know, it, it was one of those things. Uh, I, I appreciate people saying, I'm sorry, uh, when they hear what happened, but you know, my answer back to them is always, well, what do you, what are you sorry about? You know, what did you do? It's, it's not your fault, right? Um, this is just one of those things that, that happens, uh, when you've got a machine that you ride, that's got a bunch of different moving pieces. Uh, so, but I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this. Um, I mentioned that they were industry nine hubs and I wanted to make sure that I get the company that correct, because I want to tell you guys something. Um, I got on the phone with industry nine on Monday. Um, and he sent me, I told him the problem. I told him the symptoms. I told him what I had done. I mean, folks, I changed my chain. 
I lubricated pulley wheels. I mean, I did pretty much everything that I could to that bike and it still did not fix the issue. Um, but I got on the phone with this individual and, um, he sent me out, um, all these bike parts, a, a new, a new free hub, uh, a new axle, uh, bearings and all of this stuff. Um, and why do I want to mention that? Because folks like that is incredible, incredible customer service and, uh, just a testament to, um, just doing good business, just treating people the right way. Uh, didn't ask any questions, just sent that stuff out to me. So to end on a positive note, um, my bike is fixed. Uh, my, my hands still, I just sniffed them. (laughs) Uh, they still smell a little bit like grease because, um, I, I just recently, I I got the, I got the package today with all the stuff in there. And I literally just put the wheel together before I hopped on here to record this and the wheel's good to go. So I've got a race this weekend. May is, May, May is going to be like the most active month in, uh, in road racing, uh, for Texas, which is kind of odd. Cause usually it's kind of a down kind of a month. We got the weekly crits popping up, but usually there's no, uh, weekend racing going on because it's kind of starting to get warm and some of those events go away, but yeah, we've got, we've got racing. Uh, so this next weekend I'm going to do another race and I've got another opportunity and I've got a, a bike that, that is fully functional and working. So stay tuned for another race recap. Hey folks, thank you guys for um, sticking in on this one. I know it's a little bit long uh, and I know there's not a whole lot of like race specific content on tactic, tactics and how things went and all that kind of stuff because I really, I mean, I really wasn't necessarily participating in the race, you know, as much as, uh, you know, as much as uh, I would have liked on that road stage on Saturday. Uh, but that being said, uh, if you want to stick around, I'll actually go into the time trial because that is the one thing that I did do. And I'll just walk you guys through that actually, because I didn't do that at all. So the time trial was eight miles. Um, and it was an out and back. So it was four miles out, four miles back. And it was relatively flat. I mean, there were a couple of rollers, but like they're, they're gentle, you know, rollers. And, um, as I said, I I didn't go with any data. Uh, I just went off a feel and said, okay, you're just going to kind of get to where you feel like you're putting out a good effort and just keep it there. Um, and, and that, and that's exactly what I did. And, um, there were, there were some moments, uh, you know, coming back where I feel like I could have done a better job staying engaged with what I was actually doing. Um, so, you know, if any of you can relate to this there, you know, when we're, when we're uncomfortable, you know, when we're dealing with maybe some, some pain, um, and some discomfort physical, you know, because done by ourselves, like exercise induced pain is what they call it. Um, you know, oftentimes those are the times when we've got to be real careful to make sure that we stay engaged and to make sure that we stay thinking about and executing, you know, what it is that we've got in front of us. In this case, for me, it was a time trial. Um, and there were a couple of moments where, you know what, you know, the monkey mind, right? You guys have heard me talk about that just got the best of me. And I just kind of found myself wandering off. And this is where, um, 
you know, hey, Mario, you don't even have the bike that works. Like, you don't even know if you can race tomorrow. Uh, you know, why are you doing this? You could have just sat out and just had a good time and enjoyed yourself. Like, this is where some of those thoughts, um, unfortunately, kind of hurt my effort a little bit because, um, you know, my, my mind or my body wanted out of what I was currently doing because it was uncomfortable. And so it began kind of throwing out these these, you know, thoughts of, hey, this isn't really necessary, is it? Do you really have to be here? Um, so I did have some of those moments where I did feel like I throttled back because I, I wasn't, you know, unfortunately I found it hard to be fully invested in what I was doing that weekend when I know that I've got a bike that isn't fully functional. Um, and so, um, you know, but all that said, uh, I feel like I battled well. Um, I feel like I tried to do everything that I could, um, to, you know, get myself, pull myself up out of where I was to be able to, you know, fix the bike and race myself. Um, but you know, it wasn't to be, but anyhow, that's the, that's the TT. Um, and kind of that's, that's what I was going through. So, all right, folks, I'm really going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope it's been helpful for you. Uh, go check out some of the other episodes. If you haven't catch up on, you know, what you might've missed, uh, that I've thrown out here in the last, you know, couple weeks or so. All right, folks, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Until next time.